Hey folks, welcome to Games We Never Play. This is going to be another special episode. No game this week, but we are going to be talking about games and game systems. I'm GM Mace, Jameson as you all know me. Let's go around the table and see who we've got playing today. Hi, I am uh, Michael Robert Holmes. You can find me on social medias at MRH underscore 3E on the Twitters and Michael R. Holmes on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying a lovely Friday evening sitting around a virtual fireside with some of my most handsome friends. That's you guys, by the way. I, oh, I okay. Like, is there <laughs> another chat going on? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, this is Stephen Pope, your professional halfling. I've lost touch with reality. This quarantine is rough, people, but we are very glad to bring you something. Hi, everybody. This is Jay Africa, and I have been out and about in the world, uh, unlike a lot of you folks out there. Uh, it's a weird place right now, uh, just to say the least, but I'm happy to be here uh, talking shop with uh, with my fellow uh, comrades here on games we never play and we hope that we can um, entertain you as we help you pass the time during whatever circumstances you may be under well put so today's conversation slash fireside chat is about uh games or shows books what have you intellectual properties that don't have a tabletop rpg analog and you know if we have a system in mind we'll probably share that as well but we're going to just talk about the ones that we, you know, really enjoy and that we'd like, oh, I'd love to have a game for this. Um, I'll get the ball rolling. I would love for there to be a Voltron mm. RPG. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. That would be that'd be pretty awesome. Now, would it be based on old Voltron or Netflix Voltron? See, I feel Netflix. like... I feel like you you actually gained benefit from having source material for all the incarnations of Voltron because there was more than just the 80s version and the two versions that came to America. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there was Lions, which everybody knows about. Then there right. was the vehicle Voltron, yeah, which was the, lesser known. I think there was they like also, 20 of them. Yeah, Wasn't exactly. There? 20 yeah. different there was vehicles like, that interlocked. There was like a Ford Ranger that was like a foot or something. I don't know. Um, and then they also, I think, tried to resurrect Voltron in the 90s or early 2000s as well. So, like, definitely I feel hmm. like you focus on the Netflix series because that's the one that has the most heat behind it. But, you know, offer sort of this ancillary material in case you want to have a slightly different feel. Now, I am going to say... They definitely tried to bring it back in the uh, in the early aughts because I distinctly remember them trying to do that with He Man and Thundercats and it did yes. not work. Yeah, oh, He Man was... cartoon was not great. Oh, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> oh, I, I thought no, the animation I was, was not good. A big fan. I'm, well, I, might, I, I, I will fully admit I'm probably looking at it through rose colored glasses right now, but at the time I seem to remember enjoying it a whole lot. Fair enough. <laughs> Is that like Pirates of the Dark Water, where you're like, oh, that was such a great cartoon, but if you actually go back and watch it, yeah. you're like, oh. And, and I think that bad. maybe where I'm coming from, too, is that my my view is a little bit biased towards the 80s, the original 80s series. So I would be I would be definitely up for giving, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the 90s revival another chance, or the early aughts revival another chance. I'm only 29, so, like, the only one I know is the Netflix one. Mm, you make my heart hurt. <laughs> Oh, you sweet summer child. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's worth looking at. A... Oh, sorry. No, no, no worries. Cool. So actually, Mace, to that point, though, I mean, in this hypothetical Voltron RPG, are we focusing more on 
assembling lions and battling uh, row beasts? Or is there going to be more like interpersonal story going on? Because, you know, I, I feel like it could go either way and both are valid. I feel like you, you kind of, and I have been playing a lot or at least been reading a lot of the, you know, Band of Blades type stuff. So I think you could actually do both. You could have the downtime where you're focused on interpersonal communications and what have you and the struggles there and then going off on a mission and taking those uh, conflicts or lack of resolution in said conflicts with you on that mission. For the viewers at home, you just missed where uh, Mace brought his cat very uh, prominently into his view and it was lovely. And it, and it mimicked <laughs> his current Zoom background. Which is the Tiger King. Which is Tiger King. It was almost seen like it. it was almost like a pose for pose uh, uh, replica. It was great. It was, it was pretty pretty spot on. Um, now I try to only mention RPGs that you can actually get, but there mm-hmm. is a uh, the Kickstarter was twenty early twenty nineteen, late twenty eighteen. It still hasn't come out yet, but there is a game coming out called Champions of the Earth. And that mm. one is supposed to be very Voltron-esque. Oh. I, I figure until that comes out, I'd probably... I would love to use Lancer, but I don't think the rules fit for it. Mm. I'd probably go more Fate. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Fate would probably lend itself pretty well to that. Because, um, you know, because you could, you could scale that up from, you know, from the, uh, the human scale to the giant robot scale. Exactly. You know, when and, you fuse, you get extra yeah, yeah. talents or whatever. Yeah, called. exactly. Like aspects and such. Exactly. I, you know, and I think I think what would be cool for a, a Voltron game is because there are different incarnations of Voltron. You know, there are the lions and the vehicles. You can come up with your own combining robot. Oh, I, mean, I like that a lot. You know, See, I, mean? I don't know how deep Absolutely. you guys got into the actual show, but they have like a whole multiverse story thread. In the Netflix one. Oh, that's cool. No, I haven't quite gotten that far yet. So yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen any of it. But now that is a very compelling reason for me to visit that. Yeah, I it's bounced a... off when I realized there was eight seasons. Bounce <laughs> back in. They're good. <laughs> uh, Michael, what about you, sir? Well, um, you know, this is this is a topic I've actually given a given a surprising amount of thought to. Um, when we were discussing the topic for the show, the thing that immediately came to mind that I've spoken about at length in various uh, media about is Mass Effect. Um, The Mass Effect franchise is so... um, It it has struck a chord in my soul that will never stop resonating. (laughs) Um, And I even love Mass Effect Andromeda. That's a different discussion for a different time. Uh, But there is no official tabletop RPG associated with it. Now, that's kind of curious because Green Ronin had an agreement with Bioware to do the Dragon Age game, which uh, was the foundation for the rest of the Age system games, like Fantasy Age and now Modern Age. Um, And I... Didn't do my and research games before like we hopped Expanse. on. Yeah, I was gonna say it powers the Expanse as yeah. well and Blue Rose, I believe. Blue Rose, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, they don't have Mass Effect, and I seem to remember a few years ago actually tweeting either Bioware or Green Ronin about that, and someone, don't quote me on who, wrote back saying yes, the other party was explicitly not interested, so that's why it doesn't oh, exist. That's interesting. Now, okay, that being whose so- who's car do I have? The key. Exactly. Mm-hmm. My guess is it was probably Bioware who was like, eh, yeah. we don't really like money that much. 
Yeah. Um, Obviously, they hey, we're Canadian, eh? We don't yeah. need money. Exactly. Yeah. But that yeah. being said, um, I have two homebrew systems. One's actually uh, Mason based on the Star Wars D6 system, mm-hmm. which is okay because the way a lot of the special powers in the Mass Effect universe, like the biotics or um, any of the tech powers, are more like Jedi powers or something like that. But it also runs the risk of getting overpowered really quickly. And then uh, last year, somebody put out on Reddit uh, um, a homebrew version for 5th uh, edition, mm-hmm. which I've read oh. through. And on its face, it's pretty great. But the thing that I think for me is the biggest holdup is, like, if you played any of the Mass Effect games and you're Shepard or any of the teammates, like, you're firing off biotic bolts and, like, you know, you're putting force bubbles up. And, like, you're throwing grenades, like, every turn. Like, it's hard for me to think of a system that is just set up like that from the get-go. Like, even Mm -hmm. with 5th E, he's taken some pretty big liberties to try to mimic what that video game experience is like. I'm not saying that there isn't a system out there that does it. I'm just saying I don't know what the perfect system would be. I was hoping Mm -hmm. it would be Starfinder, and it's just, it's not, Um, unfortunately. Uh, May I I suggest uh, Savage Worlds? Oh, um, you know what? I, I had a feeling you were going to suggest that. And you had a feeling uh, I was going to make that noise. And and it's only because Savage Worlds does so well at emulating pretty much any experience you want. Anything. Even mm-hmm. that, like uh, having read like the Superpowers Companion for Savage Worlds. I haven't read it for uh, the, the newer edition. I don't know. I still have a hard time wrapping my head around it. Like that for me is a system that I really need somebody else to do the math for me for like the world I can fill in all the blanks on, but I need you to tell me mm. how to handle a Krogan war master before I can really sit down and feel comfortable. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Michael Holmes. Thank you for coming to my Ted talk. <laughs> um, and, also, and, and, Oh, sorry. No, Steven, go ahead. No, I was just going to say like, Savage Worlds, especially the newest edition, uh, Deluxe, is that what they're calling it? Swede. Swede. It is a wonderful system, and it can do anything. But at a certain point, I start looking at it the same way I look at like Chris Hemsworth, where I'm just like, screw you. Get a pimple. <laughs> Have, like, a so flaw. Have something I can look at and go, oh, here's your weak spot. Thank you. Look, I mean, mm. if somebody wants to, to homebrew that for Savage Worlds, I will read the hell out of it and I will try to run it. <laughs> um, I just it, it floors me that, again, since uh, Green Ronin had the license for Dragon Age, that mm. they weren't just like, hey, why don't we just throw Mass Effect skin on this? But yeah, whatever. I'm not Dr. Bioware, Mr. Bioware, Mrs. Bioware. I don't know. Please. Mr. Bioware was my father. <laughs> um. Also, having worked for the studio that released uh, a series of films based on a series of books about a boy wizard, how come there's not an officially licensed tabletop RPG for that particular universe? I actually Artemis Fowl, yeah, right? Right, right. Uh, Yeah, Lemony Snicket, right? That's what we're talking <laughs> right, about. Right, right, yeah. Series of unfortunate... Uh, yeah, right. Sorry, Steven, you were going to say something? Oh, no. Screw what I was going to say, because I just remembered why there's no uh, boy wizard... And Pig Pimples role-playing game. Oh, yeah? It's because the creator, uh, Turfy McTurkerson, uh, 
she has a problem with role-playing games. Oh, really? I did not know that. Thing. I don't know if this is true. This has been part of, like, nope, this internet is all true. lore since I was, like, 14 years old. I had never heard of that. Oh, yeah. That's canon now. Yeah, well, I know what I'm going to do after we stop recording is I'm going to do some research. But, yeah, yeah. okay. If, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Hmm. Again, Oh, I have all this money. I could have a little more money, but I don't like it. <laughs> wow. Anyway, sorry. Thank you for for listening to all of my shenanigans I now think, and in the future. I think instead of a boy wizard RPG, I would rather have JK versus RPGs the RPG. Oh, for sure. <laughs> RPGs win. Yeah, totally. J- JK versus the world. Yeah. The Scott Pilgrim sequel I never wanted. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for my little pitch, I originally was going to pitch Halloween, the film series. Interesting. Oh, oh that would be cool. Yes. Uh, however, I had a better idea. Dead by Daylight, the role-playing game. That's very interesting you bring that up because it's been on sale on the PlayStation Network for the past two months. And it's not usually the kind of game I would play, but based on the DLC, including the Michael Myers, uh, you know, levels, etc. It's a very compelling model. But anyway, pitch us on the Halloween RPG or whatever else you want to talk about. Yeah, Dead by Daylight. Yeah. In the Dead by Daylight RPG, you play, you actually have two options at character creation. One is, this would definitely be the more uh, campaign-laden idea. You play as a survivor. Your stats are terrible by Mm. default. You might be slightly good at other things than things, but you're not great. You are an average person. And you are in a never-ending labyrinth trying to find escape from... uh, God, I forget what they call the big bad thing in it. I want to say the... uh, prosecutor but i know that's not right (laughs) nope it's the prosecutor this is all canon (laughs) i don't need this bullying (laughs) i'm agreeing with you yes so basically you and the rest of your party are trying to escape these horror movie tropes and these horror movie monsters while going through all these like big set pieces and dying a lot i imagine Mm mm-hmm but it would have a resurrection mechanic like the video game. Oh, that yes, would Mason. be cool. Yeah. I have a system for you. And you're going to hate me for it. GURPS. Oh, God. I, I kid I'm you not. You make home. a, you make a 25 home. point human who has like nothing for stats. And then you make a 100 point monster that can like has teleport as an ability. There. Boom. You've got it. <laughs> it even has sanity and like health mechanics and what have you and exhaustion mm. from running so i guess i like that but i really don't feel like gurps no one likes gurps el- it's fine <laughs> i love gurps no unrepentantly <laughs> i'm sorry your mic cut out he said something fuzzy <laughs> steven please continue okay all right yes well, the reason I don't feel like GURPS or uh, the Chronicles of Darkness, because the default setting for that is a normal human. Um, the reason I don't feel like those work is because you're trying to survive in mm-hmm. an incredibly deadly situation. So you need to be able to be invested in your character 
and okay with the idea they're going to die, which mm-hmm. is a very mm-hmm. hard thing to do. Yeah. I'll, I'll link some, some RPGs after this, but there was a podcast I was listening to where the person played as a 25-point character, but just as a German doctor during World War II. Ew. Yeah, they had, like, nothing that they could do except for, like, hide and try and talk their way out of certain things, but most of their points were in doctoring. So, it was intense. Fair enough. By the way, I looked it up. The bad guy, the big bad of Dead by Daylight is the Entity. The Entity. Oh, okay, the Entity. All right. I like Prosecutor see, better. It's yeah, yeah, more right. into it. And I see him... I see him as like a traditional like eighties style slasher villain, but like he's a lawyer, but the, the, the sleeves ripped off his suit jacket and like his collars undone. And he has some sort of mask covering his face. I, I don't know. Maybe it's legal briefs with eye holes cut in it cocaine. or something. I don't know. Right. Yes. Just, it's just a face mask of cocaine. <laughs> oh, somebody give this man a grant to write a video game and, and or a weakness, role playing game. Yeah. And their weakness is being pointed to and yelled objection at, <laughs> so it's Phoenix them. Wright's the big bad. Yeah, uh, Stephen. Oh, that man. Phoenix Wright is like the hero. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a really interesting um, style of game to try to emulate in the table tabletop format. It almost feels like it would be better suited to like a traditional like board game experience as opposed to role playing. But I think if you could find a way, mm. oh, absolutely, yeah. to balance those two in a storytelling. Uh, way i'd play it for sure yeah yeah i just i just had an idea of what could work oh gamma world gamma world oh huh hmm gamma world like the old the old the fourth you mean the uh the uh okay so in gamma world character creation took about 15 minutes at most uh, you still had a fully realized 4th edition D&D character. It was definitely a diet version, but it was there. And you were going to die. Hmm. So hmm. it's not my greatest idea, but like right now it feels smart. And I have also haven't had human contact well, actually, in 20 days, so who knows? Well, yeah, and, and you know what? Actually, that's interesting because you would basically scale it back. You wouldn't necessarily roll the two mutations or like whatever abilities they had. You would kind of stick with what stats you start with, and then yeah, and you get like I, I, one perk. Yeah, yeah, I could see how that could work actually. Actually, but I'm also a big sucker for fourth edition, uh, and so you know, hey, uh, hey, Jay, that'll always Jay, win points for there's me. There's dozens of us. Oh god, dozens, <laughs> dozens, literally tens of them. There. <laughs> hey, half the table right now is fourth edition apologist and i am yeah so proud yeah oh man yeah my heart would break but i love it so much so same i will i will revel in that gamma world was a fantastic game though we should totally play that we should totally play that on the podcast oh yeah well actually going back to a conversation we all had offline about another system dungeon crawl classics there's also mutant crawl classics oh yes there which is. i feel would scratch a very similar itch yeah i so, haven't tried I that know. one yet so me neither uh michael told me you rolled a d30 and i turned into an old republican man and yelled <laughs> unnatural so yeah yeah d5 there ain't no such thing as a d5 yeah. the bible says d6 and d4 yeah. <laughs> You don't need anything uh, between. <laughs> Statistically, <laughs> they're practically the same. Yeah. yeah. All, All right, right, so I'm going to throw it over to Jay. 
Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, we're having a Mr. Africa. We what do you have? We have for an us? idea, don't we? Um, the first thing that pops into my mind is Dragon Prince. Uh, are you familiar with that series? Oh, oh yes. yes, yes. The Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, guys yeah, exactly. Made the Netflix show. Yes, yeah, it is a fantastic show. Um, the world building is so mm-hmm. wonderful. Uh, so the world of man is at war with the world of the elves, or the world of humankind is at war with the world of the elves, and. Um, you know, there are various factions and various individuals that get embroiled in, in the politics of it. And, uh, and there's, there are magical things that, uh, that need to be done, uh, and MacGuffins that need to be found and creatures that need to be saved. Um, but it is just so specific in the way it sets up its lore that there is, it, it is just so rich. Uh, the world itself is so rich and well-designed that it would just make a fantastic RPG and it'd be a, a great world that I'd love to explore in an RPG. Um, uh, especially with my kids, I've been watching it with my boys, you know, as the seasons come out and they just love it for, you know, for the, the whimsy and, uh, and the adventuring, the highfalutin adventuring that it is. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, definitely check it out. Uh, it is one of the few kids shows or like cartoons that I know of that is so inclusivity focused. It just oh, yeah. makes my heart like grow 10 times its size whenever I watch it and see those things manifest. Aww. And none of the characters that are included are ever looked at as uh, being lesser or weak. Like there's a character that's a mute, um, but yeah. she commands an army and she's amazing. Oh my gosh, that character is fantastic. Yeah, she's Well, these guys she's made Toph Beifong, so I trust them. <laughs> what, yeah. They made what? Toph Beifong, the best character ever written in children's oh, yeah. entertainment. I'm unaware because I'm an old man. Oh, Avatar The Last Airbender? Yes. Yeah. I never got into Avatar, man. I have the Blu-ray. I'll send it to you. I'll disinfect I... it and then send it. Yeah, please oh, do. Oh, and I'll, I'll leave it to sit on my porch in the sun for a few days before for I actually days. bring it in my house. Yeah. You don't have to do the sun thing. Just no, I, know, some I, know. Wipes. I know, I know. Uh, but that's great, Jay. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and as far as the system is concerned, like what system you could use to that? I mean, obviously there's D&D. Um, I mean, any fantasy system would probably do really well for this. Castles and Crusades, you know, you could easily mm-hmm. adopt that. And, um, My only concern, I guess, would be the, the, the limitation that's put on the human race where it's you can't do magic unless you're using like chaos or dark magic. Oh, sure. And that sure, takes yeah. a toll. So I'm like, yeah. how would that get represented in the system? Um, there are some homebrew uh D material in the dm's guild that kind of you know you could you could plumb to to manifest well that, i suppose or represent uh, it's that. it's it's a very interesting juxtaposition but given some of the mechanics that are available in shadow of the demon lord you could actually oh, uh, they have a kid's version of that coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shadow the, of the, the Mad the Wizard. Shadow of the Mad Wizard. Yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah, just in terms of yeah, you can use magic. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we got time for, for one more round. Do you guys uh got one more that you Oh, I I, I got a million in the cannon. Yeah, mine's yeah, totally. a little high concept, so I'll we can wait for mine till the end. That's okay. All right. Okay, all right, all right. Mason, what's your what's your second? Keeping with uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Ah, uh, yes, yes. The one that every everyone who, you know, was like 21 
in the 2000s, like, why why doesn't this exist yet? Yeah, it, right? It, it easily fits into the Fate system. I'm just like, why has no one done this? Yeah, yeah no, totally. it would work with Fate. It would work with, um, God, there's this game, I think it's called Wushu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wushu would do That it. is a system, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It could totally work I heard for that. that. A- uh, it could potentially work for Feng Shui, though Feng Shui is more of a modern game. You could probably mm-hmm. actually use a lot of the uh, the uh, the sort of cinematic action feel of it to 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 work for that as well. Uh, what about like Exalted or something like that? Exalted mm. would also be perfect. Yeah. The only problem is there's like a stipulation when you open up Exalted saying. You can't run a generic Exalted game. <laughs> uh-huh. What, are they going to track you down? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, like, like I won't uh, tell if you don't. <laughs> well, keep it very low-key. Michael, what's your, your high-concept <laughs> rigmarole? I'm excited for this. Yeah. Okay, so... You my appetite. Very, very curious. <sighs> yeah, man, you build a lot of hype. Quit. Quit your appetite. Okay. what? So... Quits. I got to thinking the other day, and Jay, I feel you and I are of a similar vintage, so I think this might strike a chord with you. Uh-huh. There was a film from the 1980s called The Last Dragon. Oh yes. my god, yeah. Which was like, martial arts with who's a little the master? bit of Yeah, with a little yeah. bit of black exploitation circa like Breakin style. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like so good. I would want that like as a point of departure. So you've got a, sh- a shared universe if you will where there's the last dragon and karate kid, big trouble in little china. Oh um, my god, golden the- child. Yeah, Golden Child, oh. all the freaking American ninja movies, just the weird zeitgeist yeah. of Asian culture superimposed with American culture in the 1980s and all sure, the various yeah. forms that would take. And actually, the system that immediately jumped to my mind, actually, you said feng shui. That was the first one. And then the second one was the Spirit of 77. Yeah, Spirit of 77 would be perfect for that. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's got that feel already. Yeah, so I oh. mean, like I said, it's it's very like big concept, but just that's something that I feel really hasn't been done before. I'd play the hell out of that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's totally. that'd game. be a lot of fun. Yeah, what is that '80s game? There's an '80s action role playing game that just recently got released, or is it like in the process of being published? I don't Isn't think I know it? it. Oh my gosh! Okay, all right, I'm gonna have to. Can do I some play Commando in it? Can you, it can probably, you can probably tool it to play Commando, sure, sure. I would hope so, <laughs> yeah. Movie. Feng Shui, also a very good Commando game. Uh, definitely, very um, much so. You know what, let me, let me, let me see if I can find something for it. Maybe we can post a, a link in the show notes or something. So uh, yeah, if I, if I was going to run that game, I would do Spirit of 77. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, totally. That's what I was thinking too, actually, yeah. You'd um, have to call it the Spirit of 87. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and it, if... Uh, I'm sorry, if, is it Fight City? Fight. Oh, the uh, uh, the game. Um, maybe. Oh wait, no, that's a uh, never mind. That's a game someone is running called Fight City. No, it's not yeah. actually the name of the system. Sorry. For our listeners at home, you have four men scrambling to Google this thing first. <laughs> I'm not. I'm le- leaving that up to you three. <laughs> it's the great G um, race. But also, if you're listening to this and you have not had the good fortune to see the film and i'm saying film that is a value judgment this isn't a movie this is a piece of cinema called the last dragon 
do yourself a favor, rent it on Amazon, whatever you got to do, just watch it. Yeah, it's so good. Wait a second, was this it's... the one with... There's like a discotheque and Benny Gordon's son is like the star yes. because that's it. too much money. That's that's it, 100%. There's a, a computer that writes one? fortune cookie fortunes. Um, they did yeah, the, uh, the, the that one show, the podcast, How Did This Get Made, about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's it's so good. You have to see it. Bruce Leroy is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Look, this is like when Jay and I had a discussion about uh, your the oh, other yeah. Day. oh yeah right, yeah yeah, like, yeah. talking about it. I have to wonder like yeah the hunter why from can the I future. not do basic math but I know this yeah, yeah right. talking about our our eighties fantasy films <laughs> which you watch this space we might be talking more about that at some point <laughs> yeah totally yeah yeah which eighties fantasy film world would you like to see you know in your RPG game never ending story but that's beside the point I know yeah that's that's a different conversation to have. That's a much, much bigger conversation to have. Maybe that's the next episode. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mason, what's what's your round two? Oh, uh, it was the Avatar The Last Airbender one. Oh, okay. Yeah, what dude. was... Uh, sorry. Because uh, we're going in reverse order now. We're gonna what day is it? What this year is, is it? like Uno. It's like you just got the, uh, you know, the reverse, reverse card. card. <laughs> I got another Uno. one I could throw up there, but let's throw it to Steve so he oh. can give us his number two. Okay. My number two. Uh, listen... I've been playing a lot of video games lately. What? You don't I've say. been playing a lot of video games lately. <laughs> I oh, just like 40 hours in Final Animal Fantasy Animal Crossing, 15. the RPG. Okay, oh. one, yes, and I do have a system for that. But, no. Uh, <laughs> for my number two, I gotta give it up to Resident Evil. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. And there's okay, a and- lot of like campaign possibilities for that one, too. Not only is there so much campaign possibilities, I would love a system that could scale. Mm. So, like, you can do a Resident Evil 7 where it's just, like, you are a guy in a house. And you Mm -hmm. might get a chainsaw if you're incredibly lucky. And you are going to get hurt. Or, like, a Resident Evil 6. I can't believe this is the same game. Where it's a multi-continental party and there's a giraffe logo that I'm not talking about and there's uh, guns everywhere and things blowing up and we can we play differences can we play RE5 where you can punch a boulder to win exactly like this is what I want I want a system if there was a Resident Evil RPG I would want it to be like Okay, so here's the base game. You are a cop. You are going to fight zombies, and they are going to overpower you. It is scary. And I want to be able to scale up to you are a super soldier for superstars, and you are able to punch boulders, and zombies are a joke. Yeah, and so, you're just mowing things down left or right with your infinite with your giant amount of ammo. Biceps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me, let me ask you this, Stephen. Would we then possibly open that to a shared universe with, say, like Silent Hill and Dino Crisis, mm-hmm. if you remember that? Ooh, no, it's, it's just straight up Biohazard, Resident Evil. Oh, Look, and, okay, and... I, here's Silent Hill. I'm going to put Silent Hill in a special little bubble, and I'm going to put it over here because Silent Hill requires its own system that I have been working on for a long time. But every time I talk about Silent Hill, I get really emotional, and it's like my bad ex, okay? It's oh, like no. my one ex. It's like that one ex we all have. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes. Um, but no, like, 
Dino Crisis be, would be perfect for that. Totally a little more compatible, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah. Or like if you want to keep if you want to scale it even lower, Clock Tower, where it's like oh, you God. are defenseless. Oh, Clock Tower. I haven't thought yeah. of that in a few minutes. Or Outlast. Outlast, Outlast, Outlast yeah, would yeah. also be perfect. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another perfect. that's another thing in the spectrum, yeah. Yeah, I'm realizing what I really want is a good survival horror tabletop game that's also yeah. scary that I can use for a lot of my licensed stuff that doesn't have a game yet. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> well, what now uh thinking about trying to play this Resident Evil game, do you have is there a system that you can think of that might serve it? Mason's going to explode, so let's uh yes. have him talk. <laughs> Lasers and feelings. Barf. But you Haven't swap it for for run and hide. Hmm. Okay. All right. When you put it like that, I kind of get the appeal. It's you're either running or you're hiding. You're not fighting. You're never going to fight. You never if they catch huh. you, you lose. Deaf ears. All right, great. All right. No, no. That, that, so <laughs> I just, I, 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 I can't, have yes and does. So yeah, yeah. Unfor- yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've read Lasers and Feelings. It's one of those one page RPGs. And like, you know, I, I, I see it. I just, it's hard for me to take it one pager seriously. And that's mm. a Steven problem. Okay. Well, like I can com- never take a game of Honey High seriously. Mm. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe lasers and feelings, you have like a D6 or a D20 or something like that. D6. D6. Low number is lasers, high number is feelings. Hmm. And you say what you're going to use and you roll trying to get to either one or the other. I I believe that's right, yeah. So like if I want to use lasers and I have to roll like a one, I roll my dice, it comes up as a six, well I failed using lasers. Hmm. So... I mean, I definitely hear what you're pitching and it's not a... It's not bad. It's just not. It's not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. There's more moving parts that you want with that, but I'm like, as a run or hide. Oh, you tried to hide. You screwed it up and ran when you should have hid. I I will say, uh, for the dead by daylight idea, that's perfect. Mm. Escape or run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, that all sounds. Really good. I want to play it now. Jay, what's your uh, what's your number two? Uh, um. So this, you know, first. So I brought up Dragon Prince first. Um, this will probably play my hand as a dad. But my number two is uh, Gravity Falls. Oh, mm, yeah. for sure. Yes, yes. Which absolutely is just so full. Again, it's so full of these wonderful mysteries and secret codes and interconnected it's Twin Peaks plot for kids. threads. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you've seen it, but they released uh, Journal 3 not too long ago, actually, mm-hmm. uh, as a physical book. And it's just got so much that's, you know, that's that it's got so much lore and, and uh, you know, details about the show and it's it's various components that you know you practically have a source book in your hands right there you can like turn to any page and find a puzzle or find a mystery or find a monster that you can throw at you know who, whoever your players are and not to mention it's also one of those games where you you play like normal everyday people relatively normal everyday people you know like the kids are just kids and they have uh strong spirits and they're feisty and funny um but they're kids, 
you know, and so they could be put in mortal danger, and it's thrilling. Now, Jay, I one that is a great pick. That is a brilliant pick. Mm-hmm. That is like I'm kicking myself for that not being my first <laughs> choice. But also, I love that's coming from you because, like, if you wanted to run it in like an existing system, kids on bikes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, kids on bikes, tails from the loop. Uh, Fate would be a great system. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. There are a lot of things that sort of would facilitate that, and it's just a matter of you know picking whatever is the most palatable to you. If it did have its own system, though, I would love it if there was just like a obliviousness stat. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> exactly. I, I roll a memory only, wipe. Yeah, there's well, only that's like actually one a good thing for you who would have a poor oblivious stat. So. <laughs> Hey, dude, it's my sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, again, like, just so many, you know, it encourages um, interesting, colorful PCs as well as interesting, colorful NPCs and, again, bizarre monsters that you can plumb the depths of your imagination of your, of your, of your, your weirdest ideas for, you know, and it would all fit tonally in there. Have you guys uh, done any reading on a system called Bubblegum Shoe? Yeah, a little bit. You I have told me about actually. this one. Yeah, I've heard of that. It's it's based off the Gumshoe system where they yeah. really fixed a lot of Call of Cthulhu, where they did Trail of Cthulhu. Um, biggest issue I've always had with Call of Cthulhu is that, like, oh, if you didn't spot hidden this clue, you're kind of hosed. Yeah. And they're like, here, you no matter what, you get the clues, but if you roll well, you get these extra things. And I feel like that might work for the system. I'll send you the uh, a link to it. Yeah, that'd be great. Very cool. God, I want to play that. I want to play all of these. Stop it, guys. Yeah. I I have kind of an honorable mention, if I can throw it in. Uh Please do. So I realize that the series is no longer on, but there has been rumors about resurrecting it. Um, Adventure Time. So dig this. I happen to have a copy of the official Hora de Aventura a juego de rol from Spain, which is the officially licensed Adventure Time role-playing game that, for some reason, was only released in Spanish in Spain. Um, wow! I'm, with my why the with, lump was it never translated? Yeah, I don't know. How did that and I happen? mean, and why did it happen that way? I don't know. Uh, with my limited Spanish, Bananas. I've been able to discern that it's actually pretty great. And like the book itself is wonderful. It is Adventure Time through and through. I've got a deck of like status cards um, for like En Fuego. And um, uh, there's there's a bunch <laughs> of other just wonderful yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I feel like now is don't probably not the, that pick. It's probably not the time for it. But that's just such a huge question mark for me why that never got an English language translation. But if anybody is interested, yeah, totally. you can come by okay, my so house have... once the quarantine's lifted and I'll show you my uh, Hora de Aventura Juego de Rol. So and we, we have and we post-show play. homework now where we all have to learn Spanish. Fluently. Learn some degree of Spanish. Okay, yeah. Yeah, get on Duolingo. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, we just, we just learned it in varying degrees and... <laughs> We see how we but all do. The the thing that I love most, like just in the first few chapters, is there's like, you know, they're going through the rules, yada, yada. And there's a sidebar between the Ice King and Gunter, the penguin, mm-hmm. where the Ice King is essentially saying, I don't understand what they're saying, Gunter. Are they saying this? And then Gunter's always like, meh. 
And he's like, ah, okay. Uh, and it's very endearing in keeping with the series. Yeah, spirit of the show. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, uh, sorry, I just wanted to throw that out there as something oh, no, that no. kind, kind of exists. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why was that not translated? I yeah, don't amazing. know. It's like, of all, yeah, yeah. How did, I have how so did many questions. some company in Spain get the rights to that and, and have it made? And yeah. I bet you there's something probably in the works here in America. And they're like, we've got mm. the American license for, you know, Adventure Time. So they didn't have the Spain one. So maybe that's why I got out. Mm. It's usually Possibly. how it goes. Uh, do, Steve J, do you guys have any others? You have one more in you. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. go ahead, Jay. Let's no, no, go no, with Jay. Absolutely. I was I was just I was just agreeing. Uh well, okay. Um on the spot. Uh, go. S- Steve, you you brought you brought up the idea of like inspiration for your RPG campaign that you might not, you know, normally view as RPG inspiration. And um the uh the uh the thing that kind of popped into my head that I would love to see something for or be able to play is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Ooh. Mm. Oh. A Rocky Horror Picture Show role-playing game. Yeah, Okay, RPG. so your stats yeah. are... Uh, thank you, that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> R-H-R-P-G. All right, so your stats would be uh, pleasure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, God, help me out here, guys. <laughs> Uh, anticipation. See, Antissa. <laughs> Antissa. There well, you we go. We have to hold yeah. it until later in the round. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I. You know what? And you have at this point, you have put more thought into it than I have. Great Scott. So, Great Scott okay. should be a stat. So right. I have follow up questions here. Sure. Sure. Um, are we talking that somehow you find yourself in the same scenario that Brad and Janet found themselves in in the first film, or, or? Are we talking the expanded universe that also includes the sequel film Shock Treatment? Oh, you need a little shock treatment. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you would have <sighs> to. I mean, it depends. You know, if you're playing a one shot, obviously finding yourself in in the mansion and and going through all those hijinks uh, is the order of the day. But uh, I just think it'd be an interesting thing to kind of explore. <laughs> you know beyond all that so sure shock treatment i haven't seen it personally i would love to uh but anything else that that the the game master can think of and their players can think of uh including you know profuse amounts of singing and 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 silly scenarios weird scenarios so i'm designing this right now i'm like okay maybe your prudeness level is your hp yeah. yeah, so you have your prude levels and yeah. your pleasure levels. And when one goes up, the other goes down. Yeah, the goes, but that yeah. does affect your stats. Oh, so it's um, just powered by the apocalypse then. Okay, you know what? <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> thinking. My, yeah, so what are the four not stats? not my yeah. fault. I've been cursed to be the powered by the apocalypse guy. Adam Coble <laughs> will, will love us if we make this. Oh, Curse my blessed. lord. Holy smokes. Adam Coble. Uh, um, looks like I hit a nerve uh, with half the table. Well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, did y'all see that fallout today? No. Yeah. What happened? 
Oh, good lord. Well, this, um, yeah, we we'll we see. need yeah. to we, we, we need to, to I think at this point reinforce that um uh games we never play is a safe space. Absolutely. Uh obviously we we use the X card uh in any and all of our games and if ever any of our content offends anybody, please let us know because if we know better, we will do better. And yeah. consent um, is important. Yes. Yeah. Um sorry, important. and just because it just occurred to me right now, I don't want to derail our consent conversation. Um, but uh, uh, Richard O'Brien, uh, Riff Raff from Rocky Horror, who wrote that, he also wrote Shock Treatment. If you ever happen to find uh, The Return of Captain Invincible, it's a weirdo Australian 80s uh, musical comedy about a washed up alcoholic superhero played by Alan Arkin and Christopher mm. Lee is the bad guy. Anyway, oh, that, that's I your mean, homework. Alan Arkin and Christopher <laughs> Lee already. So, just, okay. Uh, also, if you, if you, uh, this is kind of already, if you're into, if you're into theater at all, if you can find a show called, oh Lord, what was it? Darn it. I'm just, I'm just like, uh, Be more I'm chill? just a black hole of information right now. Everything's getting sucked in somewhere and I can't pull it out. Um, Anyway, there's there's a show very much in the spirit of Rocky Horror that I always thought of as sort of like almost a spiritual successor. Like if you followed everybody back to the planet of you know of or or, or you know uh, transsexual Transylvania, this is sort of what you would find uh-huh. over there. And if it comes to me, I will I will bring it up. Otherwise, maybe we'll put a note again. Show notes. <laughs> that's what they're for, right? Yes. All right. All right. So for my set for my third and final pitch. Um, I'm going to give it to Kipo because we've done pretty much, I've done pretty much nothing but video games and we've pitched a crap ton of Netflix stuff. Yeah. Might as well keep up the trend. Uh, Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beast. Hmm. I've never watched that show. It's Yeah, I've seen the trailer. It looks really cool. Yeah. That is a lot of words in sequence. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's my, here's my elevator pitch. Numenera, but you're in Los Angeles and the animals talk. And it's anthropomorphic animals, right? So it's basically Bojack Horseman. I mean, I guess, but like a post-apocalypse, post-apocalyptic. and adventure, right, and right, no right. one's an alcoholic. At least it's not B-Star, <laughs> yeah. you know? Right. I liked that show. It, was it actually is a really good show. <laughs> Bananas. Um, but yeah, Kipo is one of those shows where you watch it and you're like, oh, adventure. I could dig it. Okay, then. Hmm. <laughs> solid well i hope we've entertained you for at least the last hour or so i want to thank you all for for joining us uh michael steve jay i really appreciate this um you guys want to do another one next week yeah I yeah think we always totally. manage that yeah all right wonderful well thank you guys for tuning in steve where can i get more of you you can find me online at Stephen J. Pope 22 and also I've been publishing articles on GamesWeNeverPlay.com. I just posted our, my first article there about anime-inspired role-playing games to kind of go with what we're talking about. And uh, keep an eye open for my next piece, which is going to be about how to keep gaming while you're being socially responsible and keeping yourself inside. And not touching your face. Wash your hands. <laughs> Jay, where can they get more of you at, sir? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at TransplantAsian. 
and on Twitter at JAfrica. Uh, and also, I, I use this thing called Facebook, which apparently isn't in vogue with, with all the, the kids nowadays. But you can find me there as well. And in fact, I'm, I'm probably there more than anywhere else. Uh, just JAfrica. I've got a public profile. Feel free to uh, send me a friend request or a message. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I had to put like a hard line on my Facebook where it, was, it kind of got weird where fans were like, oh, hey, cute kid. I'm like, okay, nope, <laughs> nope, sorry. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. Michael, we're going to get more of you, sir. Uh, well, let's see. If you go to Twitter, I am at MRH underscore 3E. I'm trying to be a little more active on there these days. I've got a bunch of notifications set up for mostly people I know in real life, but I'm finding a lot of really great content stemming from the people I follow and they follow and the more we follow each other the creepier that sounds pretend I said something clever (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, you can also find me on Instagram at Michael R. Holmes Um, I do also have a piece up on the gameswenoverplay.com site about tie-in RPGs and I'm planning on writing a couple more things in the coming weeks uh, and we'll just see how and when that manifests Awesome. Uh, any of you have any active shows that you're currently on aside from this one? Nah. I thought you had something going on, Steve. All right, never mind. New Pantheon wrapped for a little while, dude. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, the other season finale. It was big. Oh, awesome. Check that Thank out. You. That's on Saving Throw, right? Yes, twitch.tv slash Saving Throw Show. And they have it on the YouTube as well. You can And YouTube, there. yeah, where you can also find our content. That's right, Games Never Play is on YouTube. Uh, we also have Patreon, so any support you can throw at us, a dollar. Greatly appreciated. Um, you can find me, GM underscore Mace, M-A-C, you like the weapon. Uh, I'm online, and I've got a show actually going on Wednesdays called Dying Embers. It's a 5e game, and I'm hesitant to say 5e because I'm homebrewing the crap out of this. Oh, okay. It's, it's 5e in combat resolution alone. Everything else is, you know... I'm, I'm kind of making, pulling stuff from different systems and hodgepodge in this biz. We're throwing science at the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, until next time, I will see you all later. You guys have a wonderful week and stay safe. Take care and be well. Bye. Wash your hands. Bye. Stay safe, everybody. Don't touch your face. 